Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode 62, How to Plan an Out-of-State Turkey Hunt, Part 1. I am your host, the guy who is up way past his bedtime. And we are 89 days, 10 hours, 14 minutes, and 33 seconds away from opening day of turkey season in the state of Alabama. We're now down to less than three months. So there are a couple of things that I want to discuss today before we get into the meat of the show. It's a little bit of turkey hunting news. First thing, you Minnesota turkey hunters just got your Christmas present a little bit early this year. So Monday, December the 14th, the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources announced the following changes to the 2016 spring turkey season. First, there will now be five one-week turkey hunting periods, followed by one longer period which ends on 531. Each period will include a weekend, which is something new and cool. If you do not bag a turkey during the period that you draw a tag for, then you can hunt the same zone during the final period with your existing tag. Number two, gun hunters who want to hunt either of the first two time periods need to enter the lottery to participate. Applications for the lottery will be accepted starting December the 14th, which was yesterday, and going through January the 22nd. So you've got just over a month to apply, and you can apply now, so I highly recommend going ahead and get your application in. Number three, archery hunters can hunt the entire season in any zone from April the 13th through May the 31st, but they have to choose either an archery license or a firearms license. They cannot get both. And there are a lot of people that are worried about how more hunting will affect the populations and basically the hunter satisfaction rate. And I understand that. But the state says that they're monitoring the satisfaction levels and that they reserve the right to make changes to the season in future years. So they're going to keep an eye on that and hopefully we'll do the right thing. And if the hunting gets worse, they'll make changes to the season to accommodate for that. Okay, the second thing that I want to let you know about is that if you are not a member of the NWTF, then you can join now for $35, and the NWTF will give you a $25 Bass Pro gift card. So in essence, you're joining the National Wild Turkey Federation for $10. 
you still get Turk Country Magazine and you get all of the other good stuff that comes with being an NWTF member. There's a lot of benefits that you get like discounts on insurance and discounts on seed, things like that. So this is something you probably want to check out and you can do that on the NWTF.org website. Now the offer is also open for existing members who want to renew their memberships. So take advantage of the generous offer from the NWTF and Bass Pro today. Join the NWTF for 10 bucks, net out of your pocket 10 bucks. Hard to beat that. Okay, so let's jump into the show. If you've listened to the show for any period of time, then you know that I go on an annual out-of-state turkey hunt with some of my college hunting buddies. This year we're planning on going to Virginia, Maryland, and West Virginia. Well, we got off to a great start with our planning and we've got Virginia and Maryland taken care of and booked. But we don't have West Virginia booked, partly because it appears there are a limited number of outfitters in West Virginia. So we'll be hunting public land there. And this is not the end of the world for us because we've hunted public land in several of the states that we've been before. The problem is that planning a public land turkey hunt takes a little bit more legwork than booking an outfitted turkey hunt. That legwork is something that my hunting buddies have very little interest in doing. In fact, my buddy Chip, whom you heard last week in Old Man Haney's turkey story, would rather spend a day at the mall shopping with his wife than he would spend more than 15 minutes on a computer. And the computer is the best place to start doing legwork for a turkey hunt, whether it's guided or on public land. And trust me when I say this, Chip does not like to shop at the mall. And to say that he would rather spend a day shopping at the mall than he would 15 minutes on the computer kind of lets you know what I'm up against here and why I usually end up doing the legwork on many of our hunts. So when my other hunting buddy, John, whom you heard in the Texas Decoy Massacre episode and the Missouri Monster Turkey episode, told me that he was having a hard time finding somewhere to go in West Virginia, I volunteered to help him. And after I volunteered, I thought, you know what, this is a pretty good opportunity to record an episode on planning an out-of-state turkey hunt. And I can share with everyone the process that I go through to find who to talk to, what questions to ask to find the best areas to hunt, what areas within any public land areas generally hold turkeys, where to stay, etc., etc., And I thought this is a good chance to record some of the conversations that I have with people during the planning stage so you guys can listen in. Let me fast forward a little bit. So while I was on a phone call with one of the biologists from the state of West Virginia, he said he was not real comfortable with me recording our call. He said that recording conversations like he and I were going to have may not be a wise idea because publishing public land hunting opportunities where the land is good, the opportunities are plentiful, and these areas are productive can actually ruin the areas. And I'm not sure how much traffic a recorded conversation on the Turkey Hunter podcast would drive towards these public land hunting areas that he's going to recommend to me, but I have to respect a guy. So I may not have any recordings of any of these phone calls for you guys because I do want to be respectful of these people's wishes because they're helping me out and I have to have their permission to record and post a phone call that I had with them. Now with that being said, there's still plenty of opportunity to learn by walking through the process with you. And even though you won't know exactly where we end up going on this trip through my research, 
you will learn how to do your own research and choose your own hunting spot, even if it is on a piece of land in your own home state. And part of the satisfaction of taking a turkey on a hunt like this is the research and the legwork that you did that laid the groundwork for your successful hunt. So, let's look at the first step in planning a hunt out of state. Step number one, and this really should be the first step that you take in planning anything that you do. Ask yourself this question, what is the goal? Is the goal of the hunt to start or finish a Grand Slam, a World Slam, or Royal Slam? Is it to kill a turkey in every state? Is it to hunt while traveling with work or family? Is it to extend your season by traveling south to an early opener or north to a late finisher? Whatever the goal of the hunt is, write it down so you never lose sight of it. For us, our goal on this hunt is to kill a turkey in the state of West Virginia. This can be on public or private land. We are not picky. Number two, you need to find out where you can travel in order to complete your goal. Now, this is where the NWTF turkey maps can be extremely helpful. The turkey map can be found by going to Google and typing in three words, wild turkey map. Now, this map is going to show you which subspecies of turkeys are located in what parts of the country. So, if you have an interest in going to kill a Merriam's turkey or Rio Grande turkey, then this map can give you a little bit better insight on where you can go to kill one of those subspecies. Now I also want you to go to the NWTF website and type in to the search bar on the site 2015 Spring Turkey Guide. The search bar is located in the top right hand part of the website. And when you type that in, this is going to lead you to the NWTF's county by county, state by state map showing you which areas have high, medium, low, or no turkey population. This map is a great resource. So I'm studying this map and I see that turkey numbers are high in the entire western and southern two-thirds of the state of West Virginia, which is good, but I need to narrow my search down even further. So now that I've identified where I'm going and what subspecies I'm going to hunt, it's time to really get focused. Focus in on the state and the area or zone that you will be hunting and use the internet to dig up the details of which county or counties you want to hunt in. Now here's what I did. I spent a great deal of time on the internet and then I made phone calls to verify what I found on the internet. So I started at the state's DNR website. Many states conduct wild turkey surveys and they publish the results of those surveys on their state's Department of Natural Resources website. Well, West Virginia just so happens to be one of those states that has a turkey survey on their DNR website. Now, the survey is 11 pages long, and it's the result of the 2014 season. But nonetheless, it still provides me with a good idea of what counties that we need to start digging deeper into. For my purposes in reading this report, I see that the counties in the southern and western parts of the state have high harvest numbers. And that confirms what I found on the NWTF website as far as the hot counties to visit for turkey hunting. Now this is the part of the process where I pick up the phone and I call the NWTF regional biologist and the state biologist with the DNR. 
and you can find the NWTF regional biologist name and phone number on the NWTF website and you should be able to find a state biologist's name and phone number on the state's DNR website, which I was able to do. If you can't find an individual biologist name on the state DNR site, then call that state's DNR and ask them to speak to the head biologist. You're going to start with a head biologist because you want to confirm the information that you've gotten from your research online. So basically, here's what I want to know from this guy. First, I want to know if he's a turkey hunter. To me, that's important because if he's just a stuffed shirt who doesn't hunt, then I may not be getting the best information and I may not be getting the most honest information. Number two, I want to know what the overall health of the population in the state is right now. According to the NWTF numbers, the entire state looks pretty good but I want to confirm that with a biologist. Number three, I want to know what the overall nesting and brooding success was two to three years ago, and I want to know if there were any major weather events during May or June in those years. Weather has a huge effect on the success of a turkey brood, and if there was bad weather during brooding period, then it's very possible that many of those young turkeys died during that major weather event, and the turkey numbers will be low now. Remember, two to three years ago. So those are your two to three-year-old gobblers that you're looking for. Number four, I want to know what the overall hunter success rate was for the past couple of years. That gives me an idea of what the trend is overall in the state. Number five, I want to know what prediction for the hunter success is for this coming season. Are they predicting the season to be just as successful as last year or more or less? Number six, what are some of the counties that have experienced some of the best harvest rates over the past couple of years? Seven, what were some of the best counties or areas for nesting success over the past couple of years? Number eight, what counties or areas were there a lot of Jake sightings reported in the last year? Number nine, are there any public land hunting opportunities in those counties or areas? Number 10, do you know of any turkey hunting outfitters in those counties or areas? Number 11, and this is the question that I really like. If you were planning a turkey hunt to XYZ State this season for three to four days, what one area would you plan to go hunting? I also want to know what the hunting pressure will be like in that area. Public lands that are close to a large municipality are typically going to have more hunting pressure on them than a very rural piece of public land. This biologist should be able to tell you that. Number 13, what time of year do you recommend someone hunt there to hit at the peak gobbling time when the hens are starting to break off from the flock to go nest? And number 14, I wanna know if there's any other information that this person can share with me to help plan my trip. So that's 14 questions that you can ask a biologist that'll give you some very good insight on where you need to go, what you need to do, and when you need to go as well. Now, even though the NWTF regional biologist and the state biologist work hand in hand with each other on a lot of projects, I like to call both of them because they're going to have different views and opinions. And since I'm traveling that far to hunt, I want to be sure that I'm in the best position possible for a kill. So I feel like I can't get enough info and tips on where to go. And 
the biologists from these two organizations are great resources. Now, the conversation that I had with the state biologist led me to several of the same counties that I gathered from the maps that I looked at above. But I was also able to identify a few public land areas in those counties from the state biologist. And, and this is really important, I also got the name and phone number of the district biologist for the district that those public lands and counties are in. And I'm going to be able to use that name and telephone number to really hone into some areas with some good hunting. Okay, so this is where I'm going to leave you for the week. This is the end of part one of the show. Next week, we'll pick up from here and drill this down even more. And we're going to get very specific from here and nail it down to one or two WMAs or public land areas or outfitters. And then we're going to start looking at booking this thing from here. Now, before I let you go, please don't forget to forward and share this episode on social media if you enjoyed it and you learned a little something today. Also, please leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. That's a big help for me. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Subscribing will make sure that you do not miss an episode of the show. It will automatically be downloaded to your phone when it's released. And lastly... Tune in next week for part two of How to Plan an Out-of-State Turkey Hunting Trip. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices, and I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.